Hello and welcome to Princess in the Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Sawyers, and every day I talk Disney movies, past and present. Once upon a time, Hannah, Katie, and Ryan sat down to talk about Disney Plus recommendations for the month of May. And I'm not going to sing it again. As Justin Timberlake likes to say, it's going to be May. So, new things coming to Disney Plus this month. Um, on May the 4th, Bad Batch will premiere... Also on May the 4th, we should be having a Mandalorian Season 2 recap come out. Oh, yeah. So, Feels so long ago. So we're going to have to figure out a time to record that. Friday, May 7th, there will be a Disney Channel original like animated series that looks like it's going to drop. It's called Disney Wander Over Yonder. I never heard of it, but I Googled it because I couldn't help myself. Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer will be dropping on Disney+. Plus. Um, new episodes of Big Shot, The Mighty Ducks, and Star Wars Bad Batch will be dropping. Friday, May 14th, Disney Special Agent Oso, which is like this little kid show. Have you ever watched it? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It will be dropping seasons one and two, as well as it looks like kind of like a special episode. X-Men, The Last Stand, Race to the Center of the Earth. And then the second season of High School Musical, the musical, the series, will be premiering on that day. And we will get new episodes of Big Shot, Mighty Ducks, Star Wars, Bad Batch. On Friday, May 21st, Disney Big City Dreams Season 2 will be coming. Ed Disney Junior Mickey Mouse show will be dropping. A Tinkerbell, maybe movie? I'm not sure. I've never heard of it. Tinkerbell and the Legend of the Never Beast will be... Is it a movie? We'll be dropping Fury Files, Ice Road Rescue Season 5, which I'm guessing is probably a Nat Geo something. Another batch premiere of Inside Pixar will be dropping. And then new episodes of High School Musical, the musical, the series, Big Shot, Mighty Ducks, Star Wars Bad Batch. Friday, May 28th, we are going to get Season 2 of Bluey. Disney Sydney to the Max Season 3, Kingdom of the Polar Bear, Wicked Tuna, and then the most exciting thing is Cruella will be dropping on Disney Plus Premiere as well as in theaters. In the theaters. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. This is my last day of school. So I may have to figure out something to do that day that's not work. Just kidding. Anyway. Oh, darn. Um, so I'm really excited to see Emma Stone play Cruella. It's going to be great. Because you haven't you watched know, any of the trailers, I have, right? I have sequestered myself into a Cruella-free zone. Bubble. So I'm thinking very, I may. Very proud of you. For Cruella have to do the premiere just so that I have it because I've felt that way with Raya I feel like I wish I could see it again and I can't for another mm. couple weeks yeah. and so that's gonna happen and then also that day Launchpad will have a batch premiere so when it's talking about these batch premieres it means it's gonna drop a bunch of episodes at one time and it's a collection of live action shorts from a new generation of dynamic storytellers Six filmmakers from underrepresented backgrounds were selected and provided with the opportunity to share their perspectives and creative visions that will show audiences what it means to be seen. Inspired by life's journey, these 
first six shorts for Disney Plus are based on the theme Discover. We will also have, uh, there's a few other movies dropping, and then we'll have new episodes of High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, Big Shot, Mighty Ducks, and Star Wars Bad Batch. So that's what's coming to Disney Plus in May. Anything you guys are really excited about? It's a lot, I feel like. It's a lot. Well, I'm doing Cruella in the theater, so, but I guess I can still be excited for that, <laughs> that it's coming out. So. Anything you're excited about? Emma's my girl. Bad Batch. You're excited about Bad Batch? Bad Batch, yes. Yes. I'm excited for Cruella. Mm. Hannah? Beside Cruella? Um, I'm really loving the Mighty Ducks, and I think... I think there's only 10 episodes, so I think by the end of May, we will have gotten mm. all of the Mighty Ducks episodes. Nice. Yeah. That one's on my watch list, too. Oh, you haven't watched it yet? No. Oh, it's okay. Not yet. I haven't been feeling good the past week, so, you know, I'm just trying to stay alive, you know. <laughs> It'd be like that. So, let's go ahead and talk through movies that we have coming out or the movies that we chose or episodes or whatever what we chose to talk about today so i feel like it's worth noting that i watched like four different things before landing on what i chose because like i started it and i was like i'm not feeling this and then started something else mm. felt the same way so That's i think fair, though at the end of the day you guys are just gonna get shorts from me because i'm gonna run out of time I'm going to watch like four different things and then realize I don't have time to watch another thing. So, so is that a, a symptom of running out of steam on Disney plus or what, what is that? What is, what is that indicative of that you're, you're resorting to shorts so much or you're not, you're not finding episodes the things you want to talk about. I think that's more indicative of, I feel like some of the things that I'm choosing to watch, I like, but I don't feel like is necessarily like I love the making of stuff. And so I started watching inside Pixar, but I felt like a lot of people would be bored watching inside Pixar. Okay. But it, I mean, it's Fair really enough. cute. I just don't feel like people would want to like necessarily watch it. I.E. Ryan. Cause mm. he's lame. Oh, Katie, why don't you tell us what you are recommending today? I am doing a, uh, Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And I will be doing Night at the Museum. I will be doing Jack-Jack Attack. <clears throat> I feel like it's worth noting that Night at the Museum just came to Disney+. Plus. So. Yes. Yeah, I, I saw that, actually. I thought about doing it, and then I was like, oh, Ryan's doing it. We talked, about it. Not. we talked about it at the beginning of last week's episode. Okay, are we ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Dang it, Ryan, come on. Okay, just, so I've taught my kids. On. Do you want to play this different game? It's just like rock, paper, scissors. Sure. It's just called I Love Math. And so you're going to go, love I love math. And then whatever number you hold up, we have to multiply. And we have. Wait, how, who wins? Whoever gets the answer first? Yeah. Whoever gets okay. the answer Oh, okay. Okay. Do you want to do that, or do you want to play rock, paper, scissors? No, we can do math. Okay. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Zero. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I said it first. 
but she wasn't done. Like, there's a delay. Oh, I totally used it at first. See, this oh, is the problem with this. Is like, there's a video delay. Okay. Okay. Maybe you'll we'll have to save this for in person. You know what your answer is going to be. That was. That was. <laughs> that was. I'm, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but you, <laughs> that was very in in uh, intuitive of both of you. <laughs> We're both. I've so also cheap. played it several times with children, so I figured out how to cheat. Fair enough. Well, I like that Katie got it on her first try. Okay, let's try again. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, Rock, come paper, on. scissors, shoot. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> oh my gosh. Rock, okay, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're tying every single time. Um, I'm just okay. going to go ahead. Katie, you can go second. Oh, thank you. This is making thank terrible you. content, so we're just going to... Oh, good. It's fine. Okay, go, Ryan. All right. So, Night at the Museum is the story of Larry Daly and his adventures in the Museum of Natural History in New York City. Larry is a dreamer who wants nothing more than to prove he is more than a normal, average guy. When his consistent lack of consistency starts to interfere with his time and relationship with his son... He decides to take a regular job as a night guardsman at the museum. He soon learns that everything in the museum comes to life every night, and the job is not as easy as he thought it would be. Larry learns that what it takes to be, I'm sorry, Larry learns what it takes to be the good man his son has always seen him, as well as saves the museum in the process. This is a fun, family-friendly movie that everyone can enjoy. Can they? Yes. Yes. 100%. Absolutely. I find it offensive that you did not mention that Dick Van Dyke is in this movie. I wanted it to be a surprise. Well, you know, that would be like saying Iron Man's dead and someone being like, oh my gosh, how good Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> they should know by now. Also, if Dick, Dick Van Dyke is the guy you're taking over for, that's, that's, some, that's some shoes to fill. And kind of an indicator that he's not just some rando handing off keys. There's something more to his character in this movie. Fair enough. Yeah. Any other questions? Which one's your favorite, though? One or two? One. Two. I mean, the Smithsonian was yeah. good, and the third one wasn't bad, either. I forget there's a third yeah. one. But the first one is the best. Does anyone know why the mm. second one is my favorite? Um, For Dum Dum wanting a gum gum? No, that's in the first movie. Oh, just kidding. Okay. I'm sure he says like, it. I don't even know. I'm sure he does too, but I'm just saying. I do not know. Tina? Amelia Earhart? No. Okay. Robin Williams? No. The little Einsteins? I don't know guesses. Einsteins or cherubs? Einsteins. Okay. I'm talking about the little baby cherubs. That I'm... Are, that are played by the Jonas I haven't brothers. seen the second one in forever. I haven't. I didn't see that. The I Jonas Brothers... That sing um the fly with me song mm. oh that's classic anyway it's good so that's cool. why the second one's my favorite mm. and i like the smithsonian good pick. i feel like there's more like there's more stuff happening well, of course it's one long street worth of muse- museums it's not one just building <laughs> fair enough okay katie Okay, I picked a movie probably everybody has seen, but just in case there are some new uh, people to the world of 
great cinema. This movie is an adaptation of one of the most beloved children's series of all time by one of the most acclaimed writers of all time, C.S. Lewis. Our story centers around Lucy, Edmund, Susan, and Peter Pavinci, uh, who are siblings growing up in a London suburb during World War II. During the war, they are evacuated to a country home. They live with a professor and his maid. So this foreign place that they're now calling home um, is also a place of order and no nonsense, which sounds great for four children. So trying to find something to bide their time, they play a game of hide-and-go-seek. And during this, Lucy, the youngest, hides in the wardrobe and begins to discover, as she pushes further and further back, that she is entering into the world of Narnia on the other side. Uh, when all the children later arrive, they find themselves immersed in a world of white and ice. Uh, Narnia, once teeming with life and charm, has been under an eternal winter thanks to the evil White Witch. As the children explore deeper into Narnia, they befriend some unlikely persons and creatures, all of whom wish Narnia could be as it once was, and they fearlessly stand behind the great Aslan. The Pavensies decide to aid their new friends in their quest to restore what once was, and they begin to discover more about a prophecy that may have foretold their coming. Once aided by Aslan, the children lead Narnia into battle to rid the land of the witch's power forever. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And this was a really big production, like when Disney made it. Like, it's a very long movie, and like, they, they didn't, they spared no expense making this movie. Do you remember when in the Mission Center they used to play movies at Falls Creek? No. Oh my gosh. This movie's great. And I'll tell you, I like I watched it all the time. I watch it like when it premiered in the theater. But after reading the books, like it just it hits different, as the kids say. So yeah, I love this movie. I feel like this is the best Narnia movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Like the most Prince Caspian, well and well if you read the books, Prince Caspian, it's like you you it's not even the same, yeah. but yeah, but I Prince, think this yeah, is way Prince good. Yeah, Prince Caspian definitely more cinematic. I feel like more and like older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I agree. So for someone who's never seen the movies or read the books or read the books, what would you tell me to get me to watch this? Um, you as like a like an adult man or like our listeners are, but you know, like different demographic possibly either. Um, so I think honestly, it's just like a feel good movie. Um, because the kids, the siblings, honestly, they kind of hate each other at the beginning of the movie and they still kind of hate each other at the end. (laughs) Let's be honest. Um, but I don't know. It's just a great story. And so like, there's a lot of internal, internal, turmoil and but there's also like a pretty big battle scene like i don't know i think it's just a, like a classic like disney movie okay it's actually pretty impressive i watched some behind the scenes stuff about like how they film the battle and everything and it's like it's not like obviously like lord of the rings like where we're running at each other and it's like this could be the most epic moment in cinematic history <laughs> but like it's like they do like the I love it when movies do like the no sound when you just hear like the running or whatever, like right before they clash. Like, I don't know. I, I think it's pretty good. So it'll make you want to like go fight a bear. Maybe. Oh, cool. So, yeah, maybe watch yeah, it before you go camping. 
Yeah, we do. They're everywhere. Yeah. My recommendation on Disney Plus is Jack Jack Attack, which is a Pixar short about what happens while the Incredibles are off on the island fighting syndrome. So as you watch Incredibles, you have to be wondering what's happening with Kari and Jack-Jack before Syndrome shows up to relieve her. In this short, we see Kari's side of things and the moments behind the panicked calls that you hear on the voicemail that Elastigirl hears. We get to see the full range of Jack-Jack's powers that even going into Incredibles 2, you don't really feel like they really know all that Jack-Jack can do. But we know as the person who's watched Jack Jack Attack, we know all the things he can do. And this short was on the DVD of The Incredibles. And I remember watching it and being like, oh, this Aww. is so cool. Because if you watch Jack Jack is cool. all you really kind of get the feel of is like he can burst into flames. And yeah. maybe that he can shapeshift. I don't remember for sure. I've, I've, it's been a minute since I've watched Incredibles. Um, I feel like he did, like, kind of at the very end because when he was in the air, right? Yeah. Or wait, did his mom save him? I don't remember. Okay, so he did both. But, I mean, in the short, we see that he has laser vision. We see that he can teleport. And so it's Turn off gravity around him. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy. So Jack-Jack Attack is definitely one of those shorts that you're just like, and also watching it after having watched Incredibles 2, like, seeing the animation. It's just so bad. It's so funny. So bad. Mm. Yeah, like, comparatively, like, let's say you just watched Incredibles 2, and then you... It's like watching Toy Story. Yeah. I mean, come the on, animation... guys, Come on. Why are you, why are you hating on these, these old school... We're not hating. You We're are. Just saying... You just said the, the animation was bad. It was. It's, it's For bad. now. Like, it's, it's bad now. Know it. It's bad in now's terms. Okay. It's bad comparatively and now's terms? to... Pixar today. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So, yeah, that's what I've got. Any questions? I mean, like, I feel like everyone's seen it. Who's your favorite Incredible? Probably Dashiell Purr. I think mostly because, like, I feel like I I could be his teacher. And I would have been way cooler. (laughs) Like, he wouldn't have put a tack on my Mm. seat because he would have, like, loved being in my class. Because I'm a cool teacher, obviously. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Okay, so let's talk about Marvel Minute. For the first time in forever, we won't have new Marvel content when we release our next Disney Plus episode. Was that intentional? By me or by Marvel? First time in forever. Oh, no, that was definitely intentional. Okay. Just what happens when you're... Disney, like if you're fluent in Disney, you speak Disney. That's fine. That's fair. It's true. We will be releasing a Falcon and the Winter Soldier recap next week, and so I figure we'll save all our spoilers for then because everyone, you know, still still may not have watched the final episode. But yeah, I know. Well, yeah, I know a lot of people that like planned on binging it actually just because there were only six episodes, so I doubt that they've. You know, I've been able to do that right now. So we are going to keep the spoilers out of this episode. Be ready for next Wednesday. Kind of. of. When we bring Kevin back on to talk Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But we get Loki in June. Yes. 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 
so yes. excited. A thousand times, yes. yes. Also, random fact, Chloe Zhao, who won an Oscar last night for Best Directing for Nomadland, actually directed Eternals, which is coming up. So I had no idea. I They were interviewing her, and they said that at the bottom. And I was like, all right. I trust you a lot more now that you just won an Oscar. So <laughs> you go Glenn Coco. Um, are, are you so, ready for Shang-Chi? <laughs> I've watched that trailer an embarrassing amount of times. I'm not going to lie. I went from very little interest in this movie to like, let's do this. Like opening night. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <sighs> they... They killed. They killed it. I don't know why I'm always so surprised, but Marvel can just turn it out. Can just turn them out. I just don't get understand yeah. why I keep doubting them. They want to shame us for like even questioning it. They should. They should. Like, all the doubters. There you go. I feel like. And then Aquafina this... is interesting. Like the, the I don't. Water? Know, she seems. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, the actress, but she Ryan. seemed like she like she seemed like she's gonna fit. Yeah, like I I take her as more as like a comedic presence, yeah. but like she in the trailer she felt like she fit. If that makes sense. But is she gonna be so. like throughout the movie, or is she just gonna be in that one scene? I don't know. Because like time will tell. Because like by the way the trailer showed it, she was like she didn't know who the guy was. But yeah, it, that also totally. could have been like she knows him from before, and then like he starts doing these things, and he's like, "Who are you?" Right, so. right. But yes, yes, yes. And Hannah, do you know who we're talking about? Yeah, she's she's Sifu. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> True. I'm I'm really excited for what if I know I know like yeah. I love the fact that it's an animated series. I I just think it's gonna be really cool. I agree. Yes. Yes. Also in Marvel news, Avengers Campus will be opening at Disneyland June 6th, if I remember right. I've got that date in my head. I don't know that that's totally accurate, but it will be opening this summer, um, which is is insane. Mm. I keep seeing TikToks of people like holding their phone and like jumping at the wall to like get pictures. (laughs) Whatever it takes. It's, It's so cool. It's so cool. In other mobile mm-hmm. news, be excited that Sony and Disney have come to an agreement to allow the Spider-Man group to be streamed. So, yes, be excited. I know. Spider-Man Homecoming is coming to Netflix, right? Um, on Netflix. It's not coming to Disney+. Plus. I think it's coming to Netflix. I think it's Netflix. Yeah, which is bizarre, but whatever. Well, it's probably had, Thank they you probably for had the businessmen who sit in rooms and suits and talk all day. They probably had a deal in place, and they probably made the deal to force Disney Plus to make another deal, so it's all chess pieces. It's counter deals. Money, wow. money, 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 money. Money, money, money. So, money. Anyway, I'm just I'm kind of disappointed we're not going to get a lot of new Marvel for mm. a minute. We, we yeah. kind of need a palate cleanser. We need we need we need a moment. Don't get me wrong. I was excited when that list came out where it showed something new every week. That was exciting. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, let's take a little small break. We come back strong. Like it's like having no vacation days at work. You're like, oh, I have a commitment I, every I week, and if I get it. behind, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, so you know, so then we come back strong with Loki. Then we finish up. We wrap it up. Then we got Black Widow. And then what if? And this Friday, we're going to have Avengers Assembled. 
and we'll get some behind the yeah. scenes. Some cut the check mm. with Anthony Mackie. Cut the check. <laughs> One behind the scenes show that I kind of am looking I'm here to for because of just the snark between these two is spot oh, no. on. So I will do this. One division or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Ooh. One division. Yeah. I feel like they're so different. I would I would also pick one division. I'm gonna lean Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I am. Um I Fair. enjoyed I enjoyed WandaVision immensely, but I just feel like I feel like this was more of my speed. I think you're, I feel if that. you're thinking about like cinematic qualities, I feel like definitely Falcon and the Winter Soldier wins. But if you're looking for comedic, like kind of homey kind of thing, like feels feels like a TV mm. show, I feel like WandaVision is definitely more that. I'll say WandaVision was far more innovative. Oh, yeah. Far more innovative. Yeah, and I think it was trying to tell a bigger story yeah. than... I feel like Falcon and the Winter Soldier was telling the story that we all needed to know. You know what I mean? Like, we're like, how is this going to happen? We knew we needed to tell WandaVision. We had really no idea what was happening. We didn't know where they were going to go with Wanda and Vision, of course. Yeah. With, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we knew where they were going to end up. We just needed yeah. to know how they got there. Which is important, yeah, it's, but it's just, like, too different, yeah. yeah. I definitely am curious about if we're going to get another season of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. No. I don't know. No, we won't get another season of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm. I Cut hope we do. Check. Cut the check. <laughs> Y'all, if you're, you're not on the sebastian stan anthony mackie side of tiktok you're missing out. oh you gotta throw tom holland in there too because they they both hate on each other they both hate on tom holland everyone hates tom holland it's fine (laughs) but not like they hate brie larson and that's the thesis (laughs) well thanks guys for getting on and doing this i appreciate it thank you for having us anytime and by that i mean once a month No more. No except less. when there's uh, Marvel and Star Wars in the same month. Yeah, except when there's a big commitment. Which I'm out of town this weekend, so it should be interesting. I'm so glad you joined us for this week's Princess in the Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Princess in the Podcast and on Twitter at Princess in the Pod. Visit our website, princessinthepodcast.com. I hope you live happily ever after.